Tanisha Arena, and you're listening to Unapologetic. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. Heard the song, know the song, I'm living this life. And I wonder how many of us can actually consider what the actual trauma of racial injustice is and what it does to people that look like me. What if Breonna Taylor was Brittany Taylor, a young white woman laying in her bed after a long day of being a first responder during this pandemic and her partner uh, had a license to carry and in the middle of the night, intruders busted in and he shot them and Brittany Taylor was killed in that crossfire what kind of conversation would we be having? Will we have had to wait almost 200 days for those cops to be charged, to be brought to some kind of justice? Probably not. Not for Brittany Taylor, but for Brianna, here we are. Brianna could be me, she could be my daughter, she could be your daughters, your cousins, your sisters. And that's why it hurts so deeply to say her name, to know that she could be on the cover of Oprah magazine and on billboards and memes and everything else. She could get everything posthumously except for justice, except for a precedent that would finally hold white men accountable for the ways that they have destroyed black and brown bodies. That is the history of this country. I've often said that I am not surprised because it is the history of this country. I'd ask sometimes, what the heck did we do? Oh, wait a minute. I know what we did. I know the history of this country. And we're at this place where democracy is about to fall over because white supremacy is a hell of a drug. And white supremacy is going to do what white supremacy does to sustain itself at all costs, which is why someone would dare say that Breonna Taylor was collateral damage. Because white supremacy is going to do what white supremacy does all the time. I was in a training earlier today and something profound came up. Could you imagine this country where nobody had privilege? and nobody was oppressed. If you are in a position of power, are you prepared to give it away? And to not say that, oh my gosh, I'm being oppressed because I have to give away this illusion of power and superiority so that the person next to me can just be equal. Not better, just equal. Are you willing to push away from the table and fight for the right things and saying, no, we're not going to teach our children more lies to perpetuate white supremacy and this behavior in this society. We are getting ready to collapse. And it's not about just voting at this point because yes, we will show up and we will vote in droves. I'm speaking truth to power, but then what? Because we still, need to address the cracks in our democracy that come from a lopsided foundation built on white supremacy. It's all a lie. 
And how do you correct a lie? We have to tell the truth. Tell the truth about who we are, who we have been, and then work like hell to become the people in this nation that we aspire to be. Because if we don't, there's not going to be a nation. There will be anarchy and chaos, and we will destroy each other in the fight for who was better. It's not going to matter. So do your census, vote, pray to the God of your understanding, keep pushing, take care of yourselves, rest. Tell the truth about what's happening to your neighbors, to your friends. Check on your black friends because we are not okay. Please don't expect us to be happy, go lucky, to even want to care about what your feelings are because right now we don't. There's a laundry list of names, of hashtags, of why we don't. There's a uh, quote by Ta-Nehisi Coates, 250 years of slavery, 90 years of Jim Crow, 60 years of separate but equal, 35 years of racist housing policy, until we reckon with our compounding moral debts, America will never be whole. It's time to be whole. It's time to reckon with the moral debts to pay them. Let's get this work. <laughs>